Hello folks, welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 330. We are starting off with Jude, the book of Jude. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called, beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Beloved, being very eager to write to you of our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. For admission has been secretly gained by some who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly persons who pervert the grace of our God into licentiousness and deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. Now I desire to remind you, though you were once for all fully informed, that he who saved a people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed those who did not believe, and the angels that did not keep their own position but left their proper dwelling have been kept by him in eternal chains in the nether gloom until the judgment of the great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise acted immorally and indulged in unnatural lust, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire, yet in like manner these men in their dreamings defile the flesh, reject authority, and revile the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael, contending with the devil, disputed about the body of Moses, he did not presume to pronounce a reviling judgment upon him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these men revile whatever they do not understand, and by those things that they know by instinct as irrational animals do, they are destroyed. Woe to them, for they walk in the way of Cain, and abandon themselves for the sake of gain in Balaam's error, and perish in Korah's rebellion." These are blemishes on your love feasts, as they boldly carouse together, looking after themselves. Waterless clouds, carried along by winds, fruitless trees in late autumn, twice dead, uprooted. Wild waves of the sea, casting up the foam of their own shame. Wandering stars, for whom the nether gloom of darkness has been reserved forever. It was of these also that Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord came with his holy myriads to execute judgment on all, and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness which they have committed in such an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, malcontents, following their own passions, loud-mouthed boasters, flattering people to gain advantage. But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, in the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who set up divisions, worldly people, devoid of the Spirit. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and convince some who doubt, save some by snatching them out of the fire. On some have mercy with fear, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from following, to present you without blemish before the presence of his glory with rejoicing, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time, and now and forever. Amen. Our next reading is Sirach chapter 29. He that shows mercy will lend to his neighbor, and he that strengthens him with his hand keeps the commandments. Lend to your neighbor in the time of his need, and in turn repay your neighbor promptly. Confirm your word and keep faith with him, and on every occasion you will find what you need. Many persons regard a loan as a windfall and cause trouble to those who help them. A man will kiss another's hand until he gets a loan and will lower his voice in speaking of his neighbor's money. 
but at the time for repayment he will delay and will pay in words of unconcern and will find fault with the time. If the lender exert pressure, he will hardly get back half and will regard that as a windfall. If he does not, the borrower has robbed him of his money and he has needlessly made him his enemy. He will repay him with curses and reproaches and instead of glory will repay him with dishonor. Because of such wickedness, therefore, many have refused to lend. They have been afraid of being defrauded needlessly. Nevertheless, be patient with a man in humble circumstances, and do not make him wait for your alms. Help a poor man for the commandment's sake, and because of his need do not send him away empty. Lose your silver for the sake of a brother or a friend, and do not let it rust under a stone and be lost. Lay up your treasure according to the commandments of the Most High, and it will profit you more than gold. Store up almsgiving in your treasury, and it will rescue you from all affliction. More than a mighty shield and more than a heavy spear, it will fight on your behalf against your enemy. A good man will be surety for his neighbor, but a man who has lost his sense of shame will fail him. Do not forget all the kindness of your surety, for he has given his life for you. A sinner will overthrow the prosperity of his surety, and one who does not feel grateful will abandon his rescuer. Being surety has ruined many men who are prosperous, and has shaken them like a wave of the sea. It has driven men of power into exile, and they have wandered among foreign nations. The sinner who has fallen into suretyship and pursues gain will fall into lawsuits. Assist your neighbor according to your ability, but take heed to yourself, lest you fall. The essentials for life are water and bread and clothing, and a house to cover one's nakedness. Better is the life of a poor man under the shelter of his roof than sumptuous food in another man's house. Be content with little or much. It is a miserable life to go from house to house, and where you are a stranger you may not open your mouth. You will pay, play the host and provide drink without being thanked, and besides this you will hear bitter words. Come here, stranger, prepare the table, and if you have anything at hand, let me have it to eat. Give place, stranger, to an honored person. My brother has come to stay with me. I need my house. These things are hard to bear for a man who has feelings. Scolding about lodging and the reproach of the moneylender. Our last reading for today is John chapter 4, verses 43 to 54. After the two days he departed to Galilee, for Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all that he had done at Jerusalem at the feast, for they too had gone to the feast. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine, and at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Jesus therefore said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was living. So he asked them the hour when he began to mend, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live, and he himself believed and all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Well, that's everything for today. Thank you so much for following along. I hope my voice is not too difficult to understand. I caught a cold the other day, and uh, I'm trying my best. So have a great day.